Hello world. If you can hear this, that means you're tuned into JSY podcast and I am your host, just simply Yvonne, coming to chat with you and you never know what about. This podcast was created for everyday people living everyday lives with the hopes that a conversation will be had that could change your perspective. We have made it to season two. I'm so excited to still be here. I hope that your ears are ready to listen. Your heart is open to receive a nugget or two and that this is a good use of your time. As Jahim says, come on over to my place. Let's see what we're talking about this episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. We have made it to episode 17. I'm super excited to be here in the second season. And above all, like in this particular episode, I am just thrilled to be here. Um, I have been putting it off for like the last three or four days, which it's not really like me, but it is like, it's one of those things. I feel like I have to be in the mood to talk because I don't want to get on here and for one, waste people's time for two, um, not give you something that I feel is valuable. And third, just throw anything together. So I have been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And I was just like, but as a challenge to myself this year, as a way to, um, share more of me, and what I do to stay in like, not necessarily my zone, but to keep me grounded, to keep me growing, to keep me centered. I have been doing journaling. So this particular episode and one every month will be called Journaling with JSY. And I will give you something about the journals, either the exercises I'm doing for the month or something that spoke to me while I was journaling or a way, um, that journaling has changed me like a story or something. I don't know. I'm still figuring this out, but bear with me because, um, this particular episode, it works well because this last couple of days that I've been putting it off has been like, Oh, I don't know what I want to talk about. And I don't know what people really want to hear. And I'm not really sure what I want to say. People want to hear. Like I've just been in my head more than I normally am. And I was just like, this is perfect because the whole reason for journaling, or I'll go over multiple reasons for journaling, but journaling has really allowed me to see things in a different perspective, like to slow down what I think and get into a space where it's more like actual, real, not seeing things from one side or not um, taking things as they come to me the first time it's like oh that I'm just being challenged with all of these things not really it seems like that but in reality not really it's just my perception is off or is skewed in that moment and so I think journaling can do so many things and um, this won't be like a really long episode I just want to pop on especially because this is the first one and I'm trying to get a foundation for the journaling thing to share because I want every time people hear this episode or hear my podcast in general, I want them to get something from it. So um, this first one, I will talk about 
some reasons why I've journaled or why people journal. So you can get an understanding that each and every person can journal. There is no right or wrong. If you decide that you want to sit down and journal about what you saw today outside, or if you decide that you want to journal about something that happened in your childhood or the reason why you like the type of work you do or the relationship that you're in or the city that you live in or... I mean, you could journal about a letter. Like if you say my favorite letter is T, I don't know why it would be, but um, nothing against T, but just saying, if your favorite letter was T and you said, I just want to journal about T and what it means for me. And then you could list all the words that start with T and just, I mean, it's like a freestyle, whatever you want it to be. It's a moment for you to kind of just open your mind up and see what's all in there because we all have stuff that's on our mind that's in there somewhere whether subconscious unconscious or just conscious it's just there so um I will list or I will go over eight reasons to journal you know eight is my favorite well one of my favorite numbers my favorite of all time numbers is 32 but I will not list 32 reasons why you should journal (laughs) I will give you my second favorite number which is eight so first reason to journal it calms and clears your mind Again, in a day, your brain muscles work so hard. They think about what you're going to put on. They think about moving. They think about breathing. They think about, I mean, they think about any possible thing, blinking, swallowing. I mean, it's um, like automatic for us, but the brain is still communicating with the body. Pick your arm up, put that, reach that, grab that, bend, bend here when you sit. I mean, you know, put one foot in front of the other, all toes go up and then all toes go down and grip the ground. And I mean, just any little possible thing you can think of, the brain is functioning and it's, it's a muscle. So it's moving all day. And so when you think about that and all the thoughts that come so if you're looking at work papers and then the phone rings and then your brain is diverted there and then you get off the phone is diverted back to work and then something else happens or you're dealing with customer after customer after customer is diverting from one to the next to the next and i mean we do it so much that we don't really think about it if you're driving you don't think oh you don't really you kind of drive on autopilot especially if you're going home if you've been in a place for a period of time at least like 21 days as they say to create a habit then you know the way home whether you think about it or whether you look at a map you just kind of autopilot and you end up home because your brain is somewhere else but it like motor memory or muscle memory gets you there you know and so the one of the reasons to journal is to calm and clear your mind so if it's a lot of things going through your mind this is the opportunity to either and I just say not throw up but you know you get the word it's like brainstorm you just throw out a bunch of stuff on the paper and you're like oh I didn't realize like I remember one particular time I was about to journal and I felt uneasy and so I wrote uneasy at the top and then I was like, when I feel uneasy, then that frustrates me because then it's like, why are you uneasy? So then I wrote frustration. And then when I'm frustrated, if I can't figure out why I'm frustrated, then I get angry. So then I wrote anger on the paper. And then I'm like, if I'm angry 
and and I can't figure out why I'm angry, then that makes me sad because then it's like I'm not solving the problem or I'm not getting to the root of the source. So then I wrote sadness on the paper. And then if I'm sad, like seriously, I went through and I wrote down all these emotions and I got to the end. I'm like, if in the end of the day, if I'm able to solve the problem within me or for someone else, it makes me feel happy. It makes me feel joy. It makes me feel like my life matters and I'm purposeful and all of these things, right? So I wrote it all on the paper. Paper. And then I saw it somewhere. They were, they were like, if you burn it, then it kind of like gets it out of you and then out of the atmosphere as well. So I burnt the piece of paper. And I felt so like, hmm, this is cliche. I don't know about this. But I slept so nice that night. And so then I was like, I'm gonna have to start checking in with me and seeing what was all in my mind. Because I was like, I don't even know why I feel uneasy. And I couldn't give a a reason but it my mind went to if I'm uneasy then I become frustrated and if I'm frustrated I become angry like it went there on its own because I sat down to journal without like a prompt or a script or someone telling me it was more so like what am I feeling in this moment it was the way that I started because I didn't really know at that time like how do you journal there is no right or wrong way you can sit down with a prompt and say this is the prompt and I'm going to write about this But you could also sit down with a blank piece of paper and say, I'm just available today to check in on me and let's see what happens. So if you've never tried journaling or you're new to journaling, or even if you are expert at journaling, there is no right or wrong. You might say, I prefer something structured and scheduled and like essay like you might say I prefer bullet points and I just want to write some stuff down you might say I give myself an hour to journal some people I'll journal to my hand writes I mean hurts I'm sorry of course your hand writes I'll journal to my hand hurts some people will say I will just journal how I feel and kind of freestyle wherever it goes it could be how I feel and then what I ate today what exercise I'll do tomorrow where I'll how many hours of sleep I'll get this week like it could just freestyle and go wherever so um there is no right or wrong if you feel like you want to take that step especially in 2022 the option is available okay point number two reason why journaling is good it releases feelings and stress so when I wrote all those feelings down I was able to get them out of my body and then when I burnt it then I was able to release stress and there is no day so far that I've had where I'm not like feeling something. But if you go periods of time and you never check in and you never do things to get rid of how you feel or to, you know, check in with yourself and how do you feel, then it just compounds. So journaling helps you get some of the stuff that's on you off. So I love that about it. And also it doesn't have to be like, where people can read it like it could be as much as you writing it down and then burning it just so you got it out of you I mean some people keep journals because they want to um they want to recollect and they want to say back in 2018 I felt like this and then 2019 I was here and then 2020 I'm here you know some people do that and I have journals that I wrote back in the day and I'm able to go back and look and I'm like but because there's such like an intimate and very um like judgmental or judge oh wow judge free zone very judge free <laughs> you typically write like a deeper you know what i'm saying you could really get into some stuff like when i first got divorced i wrote and didn't realize that 
all of that was coming up and out of me. And then when I went back and read it, I was like, oh, wow, like, wow, I was in this space, but I was also in counseling. I was trying to work full time. I was on my own with a one, two and a five year old. Like it was a lot going on. Then my dad passed away like right after. So, I mean, it was a lot going on and I was just like, but I'm able to read back through that and look and see, oh wow. Like I was in that space. And then with the help of counseling and support and family, I was able to get out of that. So, but it was a way for me to release how I was feeling because I mean, at that moment I was losing a lot of things at one time and I was gaining extra responsibility. So I was just like, uncertain about a lot of things and I just wrote it down and I was like but I mean at this point in my life I can either burn that I could rip it into shreds I could just toss it out or I could keep it and say 10 years ago 11 years ago at this moment in my life this is where I was so I mean if it's something that's very personal very intimate very vulnerable you can always get rid of it to where nobody else will ever get to see it in case something happens to you or just in case you don't want people to know that's where you were you can always write it down to get it out of you and then get rid of it so third reason or third um, thing that you No, third reason that journaling is good, it removes negative thoughts. And so if you had a moment where you felt less than or you felt unworthy or you felt beneath or you felt left out or looked over or whatever, the any negative emotion, like any negative feelings that you have towards yourself, that is an opportunity to write it down and especially get rid of that paper, like especially get rid of that paper because it's not true. But that doesn't mean you don't feel like that in that moment. So journaling literally could be helping you shift your mindset, which is number four. Um, yeah, it helps you shift mindset and boost mood. So if you're shifting your mindset and it's boosting your mood, if you get rid of the negative, then it allows for positive. So if you get rid of all the things that say, I am less, I am this, I am, am feeling that, or I'm beneath and I'm, you know, whatever the, the negative thought is, so-and-so got a promotion, I didn't. So-and-so is more educated, so-and-so is better looking, so-and-so has a family, so-and-so has a man or a woman, so-and-so has, you know, a relationship and I don't, and it's negative, like, connotations attached to it. When you write that down, you're able to get it out of you, and then you want to burn that because just because so-and-so is at a different spot in their life does not mean you won't get there does not mean you're any less valuable it's just their walk is different than your walk and they might be on chapter 27 and you're on chapter 16 so they're gonna look different if you're on a different chapter than someone else it's going to be different even if y'all are the same age because we mature in different levels and we mature at different times so two people that are exact same could be very different maturity wise because they've been through different things in life And each person's path is their own. None of us have the same path. So there's nothing wrong if you feel like so-and-so is further ahead than me. But that's a negative feeling. So you write that down and you write down anything else that comes to mind when you think about so-and-so or where you are in your life or what you have or what you don't have. You write it all down and then you get rid of that because you want that out of your body so you're able to be positive and you're able to accept positive energy and vibes and all of that. And the negative is not taking over your entire being. Um, Another reason to um, journal is you're able to look at your struggles and your successes. So I remember before I got my bachelor's degree, 
And I mean, before I got my associate's degree, <laughs> it took me five years to get my associate's and then another five years to get my bachelor's. I used to write all the time, is education worth it? Like I used to write that at the top and then I would just kind of freestyle underneath. And I'm like, all these lessons that I'm learning along the way to get my degree, I'm not sure that the degree, the that the degree is worth it and it's not that it was worth it I mean it's not that it wasn't worth it it's just I didn't realize that education is one thing and then living life is something else like I was learning I was living and learning life while I was in school so I was getting two kinds of education at the same time versus if I had been 17 18 straight out of high school went straight into college I might not have had the same experiences and I might not have learned what I learned you know as a single divorced woman raising three kids and going to college so um it just gives you an opportunity to look at your struggles and your successes because it was many times that I was like, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do this. I mean, I've been doing this seven years and I'm still not there. I've been doing this four years and I'm still not there. When I got my associate, I was like, okay, I'm halfway, but it took me five years. So I'm like, is it really worth it? I'm like, the time is going to pass anyway. But I was able to look at where I was struggling mentally, financially, emotionally, you know, spiritually, all of that on paper. And then when I finally got there, I was able to say like, I went through all of this but the success of it after, you know, after I finished or when I got to the end of it. So if it's, um, I don't know, climbing, emo- uh, climbing an emotional, so what am I saying emotional? Climbing a career ladder. You're able to look at the struggles to get there, but then the successes. So you finally get your first promotion and then the second and third, or you finally get in in one industry and then that's not really the industry you want, but you get the experience to take it to another industry. Or for a relationship, we've dated, finally got to an 18-month commitment, and then we finally got engaged. Or if you've never been married and you finally get married, you know what I'm saying? Whatever your struggles and your successes are, you're able to journal them to kind of show you where you came from and where you are or where you came from and what you came to or what you've overcome along the way you know like you're able to look at it in that lens if you choose to because you can only focus on the struggles and then never celebrate the success but that's like more of the negative side so once you get the negative feelings and emotions out then the positive will show and say success wise this is what you've been able to accomplish this is what you've been able to achieve this is what you've been able to complete against the odds against the naysayers against the haters against you know all of that um number six is it enhances self-awareness so of course you want to be aware of self <laughs> but it enhances what you struggle like what you personally struggle with like if you never take the chance to if you never take the time to look at yourself and where you are and where you came from and the things that you've had to overcome then it's kind of hard to figure out what your strengths and weaknesses are like you have to really take a deep look at yourself to say my time management is poor but I'm reliable Okay, my, um, I don't know. I don't know what the words are. I'm I'm trying to draw in a blank. But just say you had something and it's not great. It's lacking. But this is strong. My communication skills are lacking. But my presentation skills with the, like a PowerPoint is strong. Then you're able to figure out where you're lacking if you journal it down. And you say, I notice that when I'm in a relationship, I'm I feel full. 
versus when I'm single, I feel like lonesome and I feel this, this, and this. And then you're able to kind of see patterns within yourself. I notice that when I'm in management or I'm managing large teams, I'm able to do more versus when I'm managing smaller teams, I'm constantly spending my time trying to figure out how to build my team to be bigger, or I'm constantly finding extra responsibility or whatever. You're just able to find little small things within yourself as you journal because you get to see more of who you are and you just kind of freestyle with it it's like oh I didn't know I thought like that you're with you all the time so you kind of know but you don't until you like write some stuff down take a step back and look at it and it's like wow I didn't realize that I was so passionate about this or um unbothered about that I mean it's some stuff that I didn't realize that I was so unbothered about and it's not until I went hunting on uh, Pinterest because I love Pinterest went hunting on Pinterest for like journal prompts and answer some of the questions. And I was like, I didn't realize that didn't really phase me like that, but I wouldn't know. I mean, I'm just with me, but I don't ever really stop and like question everything that I think. So yeah. Um, and then last one, you're able to track progress. I think that's eight. Calm and clear your mind is one. Release feelings and stress is two. Remove negative thoughts is three. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped explore experiences. Okay, so track progress. So if you're able to look at year by year, um, I don't think I've said this on this podcast, but every single year I write my kids a letter at the, well, not at the end of the year. I kind of just write it sometime through the year. And in me writing it through the year, I tell them some stuff about them that I've seen through the year. And so then, of course, my plan is to give it to them when they turn 18. And when they turn 18, then they can open the, it's like a big envelope. They can open the envelope and see all the letters that I wrote for them over the years of their life. And you can literally see the progress that they made. And some of the stuff they struggle with at seven and eight, they're not struggling with at 15. Some of those things they went through at 10 and 12, hopefully they won't be struggling and going through at 17, 18, you know? So, um, I think writing and saving some stuff gives you the opportunity to track progress, even if it's like weight loss. I noticed that um, if I do weekly weigh-ins, I'm able to look at this time last year and see what I weighed. And then as I lose, it's like, okay, so you lost 10 pounds this month, and then you lost, you know, six pounds that month before, and then you gained one, and then you lost another four, you know, but you're able to track the progress if you write it down and keep up with it versus if you don't, it's in your mind but there's so many things in your mind that it's not a true accurate progress tracker, you know? And then um, explore experiences. So with this one, um, things that you go through. So like divorce. I didn't think that it was so many facets to divorce. Nobody sat me down and told me that. And I didn't really study it. I didn't read on it or anything. So I just thought literally you go down to the court and you file the paperwork. And, you know, as long as you pay the fees and all of that, you're good to go. And then in the state of Texas, you cannot file for divorce while you're pregnant. Nobody told me that. And I didn't know that until I went to file. And I'm like... That was an experience for me because then it's like, well, I have to be married a whole nother nine months until I have this child because in the state of Texas, you can't file for divorce. Nobody would, nobody knew or they knew they didn't pass that information as something to give. And so I had no clue. Also did not know that when you file, you have to wait 60 days and it's more so to make sure you really truly want to get divorced. And it's like irreconcilable, irreconcilable, um, 
just depends. Some people in their 60 days are able to figure it out and they say, we'll make it work. And then other people, they within the 60 days, they're like, we were just waiting our days out. And now that the 60 days is over, we said what we meant or we, you know, we're just at a spot where we cannot come back from or we choose not to or we don't want to or whatever the case may be. And they close it. Okay, well, that was an experience for me because I didn't know. So then for me to write, like when I went into counseling, we talked about it. And I was like, I didn't realize that I was going to have to make my decision and then wait 60 days and stand on that decision. I thought it was like, you saying this, this is what you mean. This is how you feel. This is what you want to do. And they're like, yeah, because a lot of people say that. And then within the 60 days, they change their mind. Well, if it was like, as soon as you make the decision, then you got a lot of people going back and getting married or getting their papers, you know, withdrawn or whatever that process looks like. And so the court was like, we will give you a 60 day period. Just like when you apply for a marriage license, you have to wait. You can't say we want to get married today and just show up at the courthouse and think they're going to marry. No, you have to apply for a marriage license, wait 30 days or the 14 days or whatever the day, the period is. And then you're able to get married. But it's not as simple as I just want to get married today. And then tomorrow you're married. No, it doesn't work like that. But that was an experience for me. Um, also I have a cruise journal. <laughs> um, the very first cruise I went on by myself, um, I was at work and this lady goes on three cruises a year. And because she's been doing this for like 10, 15 years, she was like, Oh, let me tell you. And she gave me a list of all these things I need to do. So my first cruise went very smooth because she was t- telling me where to park, who to park with, um, what to bring, how to pack, how to, you know, navigate the ship. I mean, ma'am gave me so many instructions. It was as though I had been cruising for years and it was my very first time I knew where everything was on the ship. She brought like old, um, manuals and stuff back, like old, uh, like they have a, every single night they give you a itinerary for the next day, but it has a, a layout of the ship. And then it tells you like six o'clock, we're doing this seven thirty bingo, 10 o'clock, this 11 o'clock karaoke, two o'clock, scavenger hunt you know like it has a full itinerary and so she brought me a whole bunch of those back and was like you could take these home and look through them and it of course had the layout of the ship and she was like where are you going to be staying I found my room and showed her so she marked it on the map I mean ma'am went above and beyond for me to make sure my first cruise was just amazing and she was like I just want you to get into it because it's that fun for me and I just really want to share this even though I can't be there so she was the one who told me get you a cruise journal so you can write down everything that happens while you're there so you won't forget and she was like I've been on so many now I can't even tell you which one and which day and which you know who we saw on what ships and I was just like oh wow so because she set me up with that I literally went on there with my cruise journal and I literally have kept up with it so I have three cruises down and I was reading through it the other day and I was like oh my gosh yes I remember that. Oh, I remember I went to karaoke with these, met these random people. They were so fun. Oh, I remember this and I remember that. That's because I wrote it down. Had I not wrote it down, there's no way that I would remember three cruises, three different cities or three different ports, three different ships. You know, like there's no way I would remember that. So yeah, I was really happy that she told me that ahead of time so I could plan and get me a little cute little journal to take with me. And it doesn't have to be like a full in-depth walk two miles and then did this and then did this and then did... I mean, it doesn't have to be that. It was like kind of like a overall like what 10 things that you did today because I was on vacation. So I'm like, well, let's be clear. I'm not going to be doing our list like I'm not gonna lay in here and journal for hours about what I'm seeing and no I just bullet point like 10 things on each particular one I wrote the cruise ship I wrote the dates you know so I would be like oh yeah I went I didn't realize I went two in August and one in May you know I would never keep up with that because it's just too much information so 
I was happy about that. So journaling is important for so many reasons. So many reasons. But eight that I came up with or eight that I was able to sit with and say, yes, 100% sure can attest that these are accurate. It calm and clears your mind. It releases feelings and stress. It removes negative thoughts. It You can explore experience, past experiences. You can look at successes and struggles. You're able to enhance self-awareness. You're able to track progress and boost mood. Very good. Very good, very good, very good. Journaling with JSY. If you stick with me, I promise you before the end of the year, we will have journaled some stuff. 2022 is off to a great start. And I feel like even though I'm tardy to the party, I have arrived. So, 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 so grateful that everyone is bearing with me, understanding that I'm human, that I have a full schedule outside of podcasting and just thankful for the the people who are on this journey. If you can hear this, I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Until next time, as we wrap up January, because I'll come back to you on the first as always and say happy new month and all of that. Thank you so much for your time. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode and you get you a pen and a cute little journal and you write one thing down today. And it helps you do one of the things that journaling has helped me be able to do. Oh, that's it. And that's all for this episode, of course. I'm coming back to you live at five, okay? I hope that you heard something that sticks with you or that pops back up in your mind later in the week and you're able to marinate on it. Real quick, if you could, Spotify has a new option to rate podcasts. So if you heard this podcast on Spotify, if you could leave a rating, or if you heard it on Apple, if you could leave a review so other people can find this podcast and take a listen. Thank you so very much. I truly could not do it without you. And just know, I'm probably somewhere talking. Until next time, toodles, y'all.